Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome back to our in-season podcast from the podium, where we feature all of the daily press conferences from before and after practice. Well, it's rolled into one podcast for you. I'm Jason Gibbs. On today's show, we'll hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski, safety Juan Thornhill, Pro Bowl guard Wyatt Teller, and defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson. First up, it's head coach Kevin Stefanski talking to the media before day six of practice here at the Greenbrier in West Virginia, the first day the team puts the pads on. Okay, fire away, guys. Do you view this day with pads as kind of an acclimation period, or do you want to see some hitting out No, I think really this whole uh, first part of training camp for us prior to the Hall of Fame game, it's all acclimation. So with the pads going on, what we're going to do today is really – focus on technique uh, as you know Tony sometimes the pads go on and technique goes out the window so we're going to spend a ton of time in individual today and really tomorrow we'll have what will look like a you know offense versus defense padded practice more so tomorrow today's a a shorter workout in time but heavy emphasis on individual and high intensity Kevin Jacob and Mike Barley both left practice Yesterday, any update? I think Jacob uh, should be back. I, I think Mike might Mike may be held out, but we'll see. What was what was uh, the issue with you? Uh, Jacob just uh, a little bit of the reaction of the heat and uh, Mike uh, possible head injury. Is that um, acclimation process? Yeah. Is that, how much of it is CBA related? How much of it is sports science? Analytics? Trains are coming. Uh, I think it's a combination of both, Tony. I think it's really we're fortunate with the Hall of Fame game. We get to acclimate like this. Uh, so number one, we have extra days to be able to do that. Uh, but number two, yeah, you are reser- you are uh, the rules are, are as such where it limits the amount of time that you can be out here each day. There has to be a ramp up in time. There has to be a ramp up in contact and those type of things. So it's it's a combination of both. So you think tomorrow will be the first time you get like offensive, yeah. offensive line, defensive line, correct? Line, so. Correct. Kevin, you've been afternoon practice coach, right? Yeah. And here in the morning, is it a totally different schedule, or is there you know what we did was they don't have a indoor facility here, so if it were to rain, you're in, you have no recourse down here with no indoor. So just talking to uh, some of the locals before we get down here, they said if it rains, it's in the afternoon. So that was the idea behind practicing in the morning. Uh, Obviously, it's hotter in the afternoon down here. We do need to acclimate to the heat as well. Uh, so uh, hopefully we have some practices here. It'll be hot. It was hot yesterday. It'll be hot today. And then hopefully when we get back up to Berea, you know, it, it'll be hot. Uh, because, you know, as, as we know, it's going to be steamy uh, in Kansas City at noon. It's going to be, Lord knows, it's going to be very hot September 10th at, you know, at 1 o'clock in, in, in Cleveland. So we got to acclimate to the heat as well. We're not a mile high, but we are like 2,000 feet elevation here. Okay. Have the, the trainers, players seen any results? Better? I haven't heard anything. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. 
It's a mountain state, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I think when you have safeties, you, you oftentimes hear them the quarterback of the defense, and there's so much communication that takes place from that position. Uh, so to have a guy like Juan, you know, a Rodney McLeod, Grant, as he gets into his third year, you have guys that are uh, very vocal because they've, they've played a lot of reps. Uh, and certainly Juan, with the amount of games that he's played and the big games that he's played, you certainly feel that. Kevin, Wyatt obviously had the calf issue last year. How much looking back on it did that injury sort of linger and and really impact the way he played over the court from the moment he got to, through the end of the season? Yeah, I, I, that's a good question. I, I think Wyatt could probably answer that better than I can. Uh, but I'm, I would tell you where he is right now. He's in a great spot physically. Uh, he's got a very good understanding of what we're doing, so he's doing a good job. But I think you'd probably have to ask him. Do you expect to see Amari uh, in pads today or tomorrow? I do. I think Amari's going to be able to go uh, today. And will he do everything or just make We're going to ramp him up, but but he, he's making good progress. Jim, have you seen guys respond to Juan's leadership, even though he's a new player here, just to get both one out of the field? Yeah, I, I think, as you guys know, uh, everybody's players are keenly aware of guys that have Super Bowl rings. And, and Juan's had a ton of success. Uh, he's played at a high level. Uh, over there in Kansas City, so he, he that's instant credibility with your teammates. And then just to see how he works. He, he's a guy that fits in very well with, with our team and with our guys and with our uh, mentality. Kevin, Jim was talking back at OTAs or many camp about being, really not being able to see anything until you know, it's a physical game, not being able to see anything really until you get to this point. How much does, I know it's always evaluation, but how much does it, it the evaluations change once you start getting that full contact. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a big piece of it. As you guys know, you think about the spring. Really, the rules are written that you can only do seven on seven in the spring uh, competitively, right? So you, you learn a lot about your pass game. But then having said that, the DBs can't put their hands on a receiver. So as you progress into camp, it's, you can make a fairer assessment of our players and, and our corners and press and and how guys get off of blocks and those type of things uh, prior to to the pads going on. So if, if uh, you didn't have an extra week of practice, would the five days of practice look different? They would, yes. Yeah. Next up, it's safety Juan Thornhill. He talks about the importance of the red zone drills that they're going through and how he's excited to start hitting with the pads on in practice. Juan, when you were in Kansas City, you guys went away mm -hmm. for training camp. How has this sort of been like that? And what do you get out of, uh, you know, stuff like that? Um, I would say it's very similar, but I, honestly, it's better here because in Kansas City, you go away to a college, you're staying in a dorm room, and it's like an hour away, but um, no one wants to be like within those white walls. It's just kind of feel like you're in prison or something. So um, I would definitely say it's a lot better here just because you get to go back to a nice room. It's a five-star resort. You got nice restaurants around you. You got plenty of like, activities going on when you're not practicing. And I mean, I really enjoy it a lot. Coach Stefanski said because you have the extra week, the extra preseason game, this whole week has been different, a slower ramp up. Do you feel it? Is it kind of unique in that way to you? For the oh. Camp? oh, yeah, definitely. Because I'm used to just getting out there, like, going full speed. And then, like, you can you can kind of feel, like, that wear and tear on your body. Like, you start to get, like, super sore when you're going, like, consistent days, like, hard back to back to back. But here is just more like you're practicing hard and then you think you're about to go again. 
and then it's like a pull back a little bit and let your body recover. You're going to go hard again, pull back a little bit, let's let your body recover. So I just, I really enjoy it, and it, I feel like it's just going to help us out a lot and keep guys healthy and, and get us towards the season. You must be ready for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm always ready, you know. I'm not backing down on the head, you know. <laughs> like when you get to this stage of training camp, the pads come on, you're getting ready to go offense versus defense. Like, is this the first time you can kind of really get a feel for what you have and how you guys are doing as a unit? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, guys can make a lot of plays out there when you don't have the shoulder pad zone because you can't be touched, you know. Like, I'm talking about, like, the receivers. And then also, like, some guys that you don't think look as good at, like, a DB spot, it's because they can't get their hands on the receivers, but as soon as you put those pads on, they start to show up. So I think us putting our pads on is definitely going to show what we really have, and I, we'll get a good feel for it probably tomorrow. And yet, in the in the competitive red zone periods prior to today, it cuts pretty good efforts. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we always take pride in that. Like one thing you do is eliminate points. When they get down there in a red zone, if you can get a, a third down stop and make them kick a field goal, you just save four points. So you got to take pride in that and, and try to win each and every down. Do, do the players and the coaches think that those red zone periods are the most relevant Oh, yeah, definitely. We all take pride in it. Like, we even have it up on our board. Like, we have, like, a certain percentage that we're trying to, like, win each and every day. Like, we don't want to give up, like, a, a red zone touchdown because it's, like, on you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's going to see it, and that allows the offense to get points. So what we're going to do is just try to keep you out the end zone. What's the percentage? Is it less than 50%? Uh, we want to say at least, yeah, a little less than 50%. 48, 49, we're happy with it. You showed up here with – you got Super Bowl rings. Mm -hmm. Not everyone does. Yep. What's that like for the other guys that talk to you about that? What kind of what's that do for you there and your status there? I mean, they they ask about like what the Super Bowl is like. You can kind of like paint paint that picture for them so they can like start visualizing where we're where we're trying to get to. Um, I mean, it's just with me being able to play in multiple Super Bowl games, I also know what it takes to get there. Like what type of work it's going to take to get there, and then I'm just here to to push those guys and show them that like we have the players and the pieces to get to that big game. How much have you seen the communication? Improved just in the time you, you know, even going back to OTAs, just in the time you guys have been working together? I mean, it's improved tremendously, honestly. Like, guys are, I mean, when you first get out there in a new defense, like, you're just trying to figure it out. Guys are really quiet, kind of timid, not knowing what to really say. It's not that the defense is hard, it's just, you know, like that, that, the, the verbiage and things like that can be a little different, but um, it's like day and night, honestly. Guys are communicating a lot louder. Guys are getting aligned much faster, and I just feel like we're playing fast. Um, we play a little bit. I think we played probably, I would say like the first game, you might play like a, a series. The second game you play maybe a quarter. And then that last game, you're kind of like preparing for the season. So you might play a half a little you bit longer. Yeah. So you play every single game. You guys also, because you were often in that Thursday night opener, you guys started kind of the, with the extra week. Oh, yeah. You started early, so um, guys, I mean, you could kind of like get a, like a week ahead of guys. That's how we pretty much see it, just an extra week of work, but it ain't nothing that you're ducking out there, you know. All-Pro guard Wyatt Teller is next up on the podium, and he talks about how tough a calf sprain is on a player, how he's adjusting to his new life as a father, this Browns offense, Deshaun Watson, and more. You know, um, calf strains are in the news. Yeah. Um, yours lasted about four weeks last year, didn't 
Yeah, I'm, I'm praying for Joey. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's tough, you know. Depending on the position, calf strains are never fun. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things that even when it happened in 2020, it was a different muscle, gastroc and soleus. Um, and depending on which one it is, I mean, you're pounding the ground, all that different stuff. It's hard to put pressure in. It's hard to stop on the bull rush. Um, so much of being an offensive lineman, you know. Um, usually if you're like a DB, I know some DBs and some skill guys, they can come back and it's, you know, kind of repetitive sets. It's not too bad. They're not pounding the ground kind of thing. Um, but it, it's tough. It's tough. What's yours? Grade one, two, or three? I don't remember. But it uh, it was it was naggy. It was uh, I I came back and you know got a uh, got uh, bursitis in my left knee. Everything that happened on my left. Um, I think I was in a practice and I got a little low ankle sprain and it was just why me, God? But it uh, it all worked out. You know we I uh, wish I played a little bit better last year. That's no uh, no excuse. But yeah, it was it was tough. And, and I imagine your, your weight affects a lower body injury too. One hundred percent. 100%. And like I said, what we do, you know, if you're running and all you're doing is running off the ball and, you know, um, you know, kind of going backwards and covering stuff like that, it's not too bad. You can kind of lock it in place and kind of work with it. But when you're pounding into the ground, it re you really do feel it. Does this feel like coming home at all? A little bit. Um, I'm from northern Virginia, but uh, my wife is from 45 minutes uh, on the other side of Virginia, Craig County. Um, you know, we'll probably put our roots down in uh, Roanoke, Virginia, which is only like an hour and a half. Um, so... That's where her family lives now, and so it feels a little bit like home. Uh, you know, I love the mountains, uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's good. It's good. Uh, he uh, he actually made a couple uh, showings to uh, practice. It was nice. He um, um, he's growing. He's about 23 pounds at seven months, so he's a big boy. Um, and he he said his first word the other day, and it wasn't dad ass. So I'm upset about it, but it was mama. So she was she was stoked about that. There are. I have video. I do have video. So, so he must have been saying it all day. And then uh, I called her last night, and she said that he's been just saying it all all the time. He knows that it gets a smile, so he's saying it. Uh, how about Deshaun? Are you guys getting a really good feel for how to block for Deshaun? And it seems like so much is new. So maybe even what you guys uh, learned or did in the last six games of last year could be different. So how is that going? Yeah, uh, I know we had experience a little bit last year. You know the. The playbook didn't fully change, but it was a little different personnel and different plays. You know, it's no excuse. We're one of the best offensive lines in the league, and we need to adjust to that. Um, you know, last year being that we had all off season with Deshaun, and then, you know, right before the season, we kind of found out that he wasn't going to be playing. Um, you know, Jacoby played out of his mind and played amazing, and I love Jacoby. Um, but we just, you know, we expected number four. Um, so it was a little bit of a change to go to kind of a heavier run kind of offense and then, um, you know, kind of change that to uh, because he is a special special quarterback, you know, kind of move in uh, to where he's running the ball and stuff like that. So it was it was, um, it was was a little bit of an adjustment, but, uh, you know, I believe in our offensive line and, you know, we should have done a little bit better. Why, what's, what's the hardest part of making that? Is it something in technique or just patience and yeah, it's kind of uh, play calling, and you know, it's um, you know, the coach is good at what he does. You know, he's one of the best, I believe, at what he does. So you know, kind of, you know, adjusting to having a different quarterback, someone who can you know really run out the backside of a out of a play. Um, you know, it is you know, you're when you're pass blocking, you got to deal with someone who can who can spread that field. Uh, so you know, you got to be able to get your hands inside. Um, you know, stay in front, use your feet to stay in front, and you know. Um, you know, I feel like this year we're kind of working on that a little bit of those drills and stuff like that, so we can we can get get rolling early. How nice is it that you've had so much stability on the line the last seven years? I mean, really, the only big change with JC retired and no. now you get even for a second straight year. Yeah, no, it's a blessing. You know, having uh, Jack, Jack's my guy. You know, he's a uh, he's a buddy of mine. So you know, being able to 
you know, play with him, get that chemistry. You know, um, last year having a new core, uh, new center, but um, you know, still a really smart center. JC was a great center, and uh, you know, Ethan is uh, coming into you know his second year being a great center, I believe. Um, you know, our best ball, and I've, I say this all the time, but I, th I believe our best ball is in front of us. All right, this has been such a slow yeah no I know that uh, we're ready to start hitting we you know right now it's it's a lot of mental you know we're, we're we got to know where to go you know at, at the end of the day it's X's nose you got to win the war between the ears um, you know so I think right now we're you know we, we're gritting at the teeth to kind of hit, but at the same time, we're, we're, we want to know where to go, where to our techniques, our fundamentals, and all that different stuff. That you know, when the games get hard, it's it's physical, but it's also mental. Um, you know, so trying to trying to put you know put practices together where we can do both, and um, you know where we can hit a little bit, you know, protect our bodies, uh, but also at the same time, you know, get ready and sharpen that iron. Yeah, no, I know it's going to be an adjustment. Um, you know, playing those really good teams really early. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough, but at the same time, they're dealing with uh, you know new players and new you know wide receivers and all stuff. There's a lot of growing pains every team has to go through. You know, hopefully we get those uh, wrinkles out in the preseason, um, but you never know if it does happen early in the season, we can still you know turn around and you know win some games. You know, we just got to put them back to back, and you know I feel like that's something that we haven't done since 2020 is you know really gone on a roll and win two, three, four games at a time, but the way you do that is one, win one at a time, so we just got to focus on the first. Considering you play Cincinnati first, considering they've won the division two years in a row, did the Borough notice of news get noticed yesterday? I wasn't even thinking about that. I was praying for him. You know, I, I've been through that, <laughs> and it sucks. Um, I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, um, you know, so I, I'm just praying he gets back and he gets right. But, I mean, just the news of it, oh, my God, do you hear what happened? I didn't let it sink in my mind. You know, usually I'm not even listening to the media. Uh, no offense. I love you guys. But, uh, you know, usually I don't have social media. My wife uh, kind of runs my Instagram. So, uh, you know, she, um, she'll she tell me stuff. But for the most part, I, you know, I'm focused on football. I'm focused on getting myself better. Why, what does Scott Peters add to you guys? Yeah, he's, uh, he's a... Uh, He's a madman. He's uh, he's smart. He knows his uh, techniques. You know, strike systems. Um, you know, our, our footwork is all you know classified. Our you know our, our all of us stuff is you know it's special. And you know, him working for Tip of the Spear, his company. You know, it, it's uh, you know you get to see someone who's you know professional in what they do. You know, kind of that you know um, martial arts kind of background. So it's like you know all this different kind of striking. You know, thumb placement. You know where we're going. You know where we're at. You know, putting your hat in front. You know, Bill. Bill knows how to line up an offensive defense. You know, smarter than anybody I've ever seen. And then you know, uh, you know, Scott really is. You know, good at you know showing us the techniques. You know, at the end of the day, I think Bill makes the final call on most of the techniques. Um, but you know, he is he's such a help, and he is he's, a, he's an awesome guy. Has he changed how you use your hands? Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, you know, in 2020. I feel like they didn't really call holding calls, so you know I was just grabbing people like this, you know, and now we have a strike system, and all this different stuff. So trying to lower the holding calls, you know, help the team out, um, but also at the same time, you know, kind of, you know, crisp everything up and you know know what works against their pressure, you know, all this different stuff is, you know, what he's good at. How much 
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we have a great running back. I don't think that's going to change. Um, but it is going to be a little different, you know, having the uh, – it's more – probably a better question for the tackles because my hands should still be in the ground, you know, most of the time. Um, unless if it's third down or something like that, then, you know, i got to be up and, you know, reading the defense. But for the most part, you know, the center, the guards are usually down. We're kind of, you know, coming off the ball, and that hasn't changed too much. Um, you know, maybe our alignment and assignment – might be slightly different with being in the gun, but at the at the same time, it's you know we're coming off the ball and we're hitting. Isn't there a I don't know. I guess that's a coach for that's a question for coach. But you know, I hope uh, I hope we run the ball. You know, I, I feel like we have a great run game. Um, but if if coach tells us to pass it, we're going to pass. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Finally up today on From the Podium, it's defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson talking about his relationship with Zadarius Smith, what he's noticed from his fellow defensive linemen this training camp, and new defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz. Slow ramp up. Yeah, it's definitely different. Like, I'm, uh, it's, it's taking care of players, and I feel like everybody's feeling super like refreshed, good. It's not we, we don't got camp fatigue early on and stuff like that either. So it's, it's, it's definitely a different approach for me, but I feel like it's a good one. But you're ready for it tomorrow? Oh, kind of uh, yeah, of course, always. You know, big guys always be looking forward to like the first day going against the offense and pass and, you know, talk a little drunk and stuff on the practice field, you know. <laughs> seems very talkative so far. Is that kind of a fun part of these practices, way to get your guys amped up, I guess? Oh, for sure, yeah. I think Coach Schwartz, you know, is the biggest part with that. Everybody's just talking, having fun, and we love to compete. So we always competing with each other and just go against offense and compete even more, just like, you know, you're in heaven with competing. Are you much of a trash talker? Oh, no, not really. I'd be so locked in on, like, the formations and all that stuff. It's just like, I ain't got time for all that. <laughs> Oh yeah, Z. You know that's my guy. Um, yeah, he his energy he brings to practice every single day is amazing. And I'm um, like, like you said, he helps the young guys with technique and things he's learned learned over the years on different teams. And it just he shares his knowledge and like the like like we all do. And uh, it's just great how he's still willing to learn and still a student of the game. After he was Yeah, I didn't catch any of that because, uh, you know, I played beside him. So we was out there just fighting every single play. And, uh, you know, it's the NFL. Sack's hard to come by. But, you know, when you Z, you still get him somehow. 
And um, yeah, it's just he's a great teammate to me, and always has been. And um, uh, the way he comes to work and just want to get better each and every day is just it, it hasn't ever faded away. What kind of teammate is he? Just in terms of everything. Like uh, like uh, he's super motivational, but like uh, he gonna give you some energy, give you some juice when you feel like uh, you, you're a little tired or something. He gonna come jump around and joke around with you to get you going a little bit more. And uh, just uh, he he he's one of those guys who learns your reason why you're playing this, and he just reminds you, hey, that you're doing this for this. Uh, when you were going, like, play 12 on a drive or something like that, like, keep pushing DT, stuff like that. Calvin, how much have you, I mean, you've been working with Jordan now a lot, Elliot, a mm-hmm. lot. What's been sort of the, the message you've tried to impart on him, and how have you seen him sort of take your, you know, the advice you've been giving, you've been offering him? Yeah, uh, you know, me and Jordan, we work almost every day at the practice with some technique work and stuff like that, and it's the small things, and um, I tell them the small things makes the biggest difference. Uh, when it comes to pass stretch, playing the run, and, you know, just being effective as a defensive tackle. And um, he's been picking up everything, and I feel like his game is evolving this training camp, and I'm excited what he's going to do when we get there on the field. Oh, uh, I don't know if you've been asked about him, but, but also Ovo, I know, you know, he, he's on the edge, mm-hmm. you're inside, but just working, what, what, what stands out about him? Uh, yeah, his, his strength is crazy. Right? <laughs> you wouldn't expect Ovo to be that strong, and, like, the way he sets an edge is... It's crazy, <laughs> and um, yeah, like he's just he's just so fluid when he pass rushes and stuff. I said before, just every time I see him rush, it doesn't seem real. Like somebody playing Madden or something with him out there every time he, get, he put his hand in there. As a new player to this roster, how much does this this experience and just having that Uh, it's, I feel like it helped out way more, uh, super a lot, just because, like you said, we're in uh, groups walking around, eating br- uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. Uh, just on the off day, just trying to find something to do with his legs, just sitting around the table debating about different topics and stuff. And um, we just come together as a whole better group, and um, I feel like that's going to lead us and play even better throughout the season because we're playing for each other at that point. Um. We did most of the recovery stuff as a D-line, I guess you could say. So, you know, we were relaxed a little bit. You know, in the trenches, you got to take your off days as, you know, serious as possible. <laughs> better than uh, combinations better here or uh, in Mankato? Where <laughs> when you were uh, training with the Vikings? Uh, I don't know. Here, here is definitely different. You know, I've never done anything like this. This is my, like, with Minnesota, we really stayed at uh, the facility when I was there. Um, but here is just... It's different. It's a different vibe, and I'm enjoying it. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the Cleveland Browns Daily and more podcasts to find From the Podium. Be sure to check out all of the Browns' social media platforms, clevelandbrowns.com, the Browns mobile app, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Browns. You'll get the latest news and practice recaps from the Greenbrier here in West Virginia. Two more practices to go. We'll see you back here tomorrow as the team puts the pads on. I'm Jason Gibbs thanking you for listening to the Browns from the Podium podcast. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 